Hi, this is Pastor Tom, and I want to welcome you to week six of our look through the book of Matthew. We're in Matthew 6, the first part of Matthew 6 this week. This is day one. We're going to look at this chapter this week about how we can pray, how we can talk to God. Last week, we talked about managing your relationship with others and what Jesus had to teach us in the Sermon on the Mount and what we're calling this life management seminar. This week is really about managing your relationship with God. And Jesus starts with the obvious when he talks about this. He teaches us that your relationship with God is about you and God. You cannot make the mistake of letting how others view your relationship with God get in the way of your actual relationship with God. But it's a mistake we often tend to make. Jesus talks about it in verses 1 to 4. He says, Be careful not to do your acts of righteousness before men to be seen by them. If you do, you'll have no reward from your Father in heaven. So when you give to the needy, do not announce it with trumpets as the hypocrites do in the synagogues and on the streets to be honored by men. I tell you the truth, they have received their reward in full. But when you give to the needy, do not let your left hand know what your right hand is doing so that your giving may be in secret. And then your father who sees what is done in secret will reward you. So Jesus says, let it be about your relationship with God. Now, someone on our research team asked a great question When we were talking in chapter 5, we looked at Jesus saying, let your light shine before men. And here he says, let it be done in secret. So which is it? What you need to understand is Jesus is talking about the motivation here. Is your motivation for the things that you do, let your light shine before men so that God can be glorified, remember. Here they are letting their light shine, but it's not really light, so that they can be glorified. So is your motivation how others see God? Then do anything and everything. Or is it how others see you? And watch out for what you're doing, Jesus says. And be careful because it can very easily, you can very easily let how others see your relationship with God get in the way of your actual relationship with God. To emphasize this, Jesus immediately turns to talking about prayer, to talking about talking to God, talking to your Father. In fact, he's going to point to prayer twice in this life management seminar. And he's going to talk to us throughout this about a different kind of prayer a daily conversation with God that gives strength to life, that gives direction to your decisions. In verses 5 to 8, Jesus starts his talk about prayer by saying this to us. And when you pray, do not be like the hypocrites, for they love to pray standing in the synagogues and on the street corners to be seen by men. I tell you the truth, they have received their reward in full. But when you pray, go into your room, close the door, and pray to your Father who is unseen. And then your father, who sees what is done in secret, will reward you. And when you pray, do not keep on babbling like pagans, for they think they'll be heard because of their many words. Do not be like them, for your father knows what you need before you ask him. When we listen to what Jesus has to say about prayer, he's talking about a different kind of confidence or boldness in prayer. And when I think about confidence in prayer, and I see what people face in their faith as they walk through a relationship with God, I find that many don't feel very confident about praying to God. It's just this sort of secret thing they never tell anybody. But the truth is, they don't feel confident when they're praying to God. What do I say? How do I act? What will happen if I pray the wrong thing? There's just not a lot of confidence. I found that more actually don't feel confident about praying before others. They might be okay about praying to God, but if somebody were to call on them to pray, your greatest fear is that in some group, somebody's going to say, hey, would you pray? You don't feel that confidence to be able to do that. And the truth is, I found that most don't feel confident about getting answers to their prayers. 
And so as we look at prayer here, and also we're going to look at it later in chapter 7, we're going to look at a new kind of confidence in prayer that comes out of a relationship with God. In, in essence, we see in these verses that prayer comes with directions. A lot of people think, well, you should just know how to pray. Jesus taught us how to pray. Why does prayer come with directions? Because I have to learn to pray. It's not automatic. I have to learn how to communicate. In a marriage, you have to learn how to communicate well. As a parent, you have to learn how to communicate well. And as a follower of Jesus, you've got to learn how to communicate well with God. Prayer is talking with God. And so a lot of the learning is simplifying, stripping away a lot of things we want to add and realizing it's just talking with God. A healthy prayer life is a life that builds your relationship with God. Prayer is not just about expressing needs and getting answers. It's about building your relationship with God. That's where it starts. Now, having this healthy prayer life, Jesus teaches us here, at the beginning point of it, it's largely based on your answers to two questions. First, who am I trying to impress? And second, who am I talking to? First, who am I trying to impress? And Jesus talks here about those who try to pray outside of a relationship with God. They pray, they know how to do it, but it's not really about their relationship with God. He says those people who pray outside of a relationship pray on the street corners because they want other people to notice their prayers. Because it's not really a prayer. It's more of a show. It's more something to be noticed. Here he's talking especially about the religious leaders in his day, the Jewish leaders who had a habit of doing this, of praying on street corners so that they could be noticed how holy and religious they were. He also says people praying outside of a relationship babble like pagans. So even those who didn't follow the true God, sometimes they would pray, but they would pray the same word sometimes, not just once or twice, but sometimes hundreds of times, again and again and again, thinking that the false gods, the idols that they served, would have to serve them if they said the same magic word enough times in a row. They were trying to get God to notice their prayers by saying the same thing over and over again. So the religious leaders were trying to get others to notice their prayers, The pagans were trying to get God to notice their prayers. But people with a relationship with God who are confident in it, Jesus said, you just go, you go into your inner room, you shut the door, you talk to your father, and he hears you, and he'll reward you. Jesus says, stop trying to impress others. Stop trying to impress God. Just talk to God in a relationship. Don't try to be heard for your many words, he says. God already knows your every need. A lot of us have seen, maybe with a parent and a child, a child is trying to get that parent's attention. And the parent's thinking about something else, so it's this mommy, 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 or daddy, daddy moment, and finally they get their attention. That's not our relationship with God. God is not human. God is perfect. So God is able to give all of us perfect attention all of the time. We never have to say, hey, God, I deserve a little attention today. No, he gives his attention to you every day. You already have his attention. When you pray, you're not hoping to get God's attention. You're responding to the attention he's already given you. He is already aware of everything's going on in your life. And so that's why Jesus says, you talk to God and you realize your father already knows what you need. Now, I know a lot of people read that and they think, well, then why pray? If God already knows what I need, why shouldn't he just give it to me? And we can skip the whole like middleman, the whole prayer part. But when we think that way, we're missing what prayer is really all about. Prayer is not informing God of your need. Prayer is depending on God for that need. God already knows everything you need. But when I say to him, God, I'm depending on you, not me, I'm depending on you, that's what opens up my relationship with him. 
Jesus is teaching us here that our Father rewards prayers that are not designed to impress others or impress God, but that are instead meant to express our desires to him, the one who loves us. Prayers that realize that the main reward, Jesus says, you'll be rewarded if you pray in this kind of way. Prayers that realize that the main reward is not in the answer. God often answers our prayers, obviously, but the main reward is not in the answer. The main reward is in the relationship. Understanding what God wants to do in my life. Who am I trying to impress? You don't have to impress anybody in your prayers. You talk to God in a relationship. And then Jesus says the second question here is, who am I talking to? Who am I talking to? When you pray, go into your room, close the door, pray to your Father. So don't talk to others on the street corners. You talk to God. But also don't talk to an impersonal God. Talk to a loving Father. There are millions of people in this world who try to talk to God without any confidence at all that he is hearing because they don't know how deeply, they don't know in their soul, they haven't received the truth of how deeply he loves them. There's no confidence in prayer because there's no relationship with God. Jesus taught us, this is radical in Jesus' day, to talk to our Father. And when you recognize that God is a loving Father, not a stern master, not a stern father, he's a loving father, that gives you confidence in your relationship in prayer. That gives you confidence that he understands what you need when you ask. That gives you confidence that God is hearing and listening. That's where it starts. So let me just ask you, when you talk to God, who are you trying to impress? Who are you talking to? Let's refresh our commitment to the relationship of prayer right now together by praying, by talking to God. Would you pray with me? And just simply say, Father, when I pray, I don't want to pray for others. I don't want to pray to try to get you to do what I want. I want to start with my relationship with you. And so I want to start with the fact that you're my father and that you love me. And then I can talk to you about anything and everything out of that love. And you'll work in my heart and you'll listen to me and you'll talk back to me through your word and impressions and other people. And I can trust you to do that. Thank you that I can trust you as my loving father. In Jesus' name. Amen. Tomorrow, we're going to see that Jesus continues his instruction in prayer by saying, this is how you should do it. This is how you should pray.